What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, y'all. My name is Abby Wilson, and I have the privilege of serving as the Director of Guest Services at New Vision. I'm so glad that you're joining us today for our podcast, whether this is your first time listening or you've been listening for a while. We're just glad that you're tuning in, that you're digging into Scripture, and we just want to walk slowly as we are continuing on in our Mark series. We are going to be starting Mark chapter 14 today, and I'm actually going to be with you um, the next few days to get through the first half of Um, chapter 14 of Mark. So we're going to be, like I said, just walking slowly. We are in, as we're reading through scripture, we're in the final week of Jesus's life on earth. And so we're just taking a few verses at a time just to dig in, really make sure we have a good understanding of what's going on. And so that's what we're going to do today. So we are going to be reading today, Mark, like I said, chapter 14. And today we're going to read verses one through 11. And I'm going to be reading from the English Standard Version. So let's go ahead and read together. It was now two days before the Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and the chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to arrest him by stealth and kill him, for they said, Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar from the people. And while he was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he was reclining at a table, a woman came with an alabaster flask of ointment of pure nard, very costly, and she broke the flask and poured it over his head. There were some who said to themselves indignantly, Why was the ointment wasted like that? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, and whenever you want, you can do good for them. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. And truly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in memory of her. Then Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went to the chief priests in order to betray him to them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought an opportunity to betray him. So there is quite a bit in these verses. So let's kind of go section by section and and make sure we understand really what's going on. So what we see in the very beginning of this is... um, Actually, my section of the Bible, it says the plot to kill Jesus. And so we are in this final week um, of, like I said, of Jesus's life on earth. It says it is now two days before Passover and the Feast of Unleavened Bread. If you'll think, if you if you have any knowledge of Scripture, um, we see the final Passover with Jesus and the disciples um, in the upper room. And so this is two days before that. So so just just a few days before Jesus is arrested and then crucified. What's interesting here is that we see um the the priests and the scribes they say they don't want to they don't want to kill him during the feast in case there's an uproar from the people. Their intent is not to arrest and kill him during the feast. However, that is still what happens. We see that God is sovereign and Jesus knows the plan. He was not surprised by this. Um, his crucifixion was not, was not, um, 
it, it, he, it wasn't unknown to him. He knew what was going to happen. He knew as he was walking in these days exactly what the timeline was. Um, so even though it wasn't necessarily maybe their intent, God's plan prevailed. That's what we see in this first section. The next section of my Bible is, is says Jesus anointed at Bethany. If you kind of cross-reference this with the Gospel of John, we see that the woman that um, anointed Jesus was Mary, Lazarus' sister. Um, so if you think about the two sisters, Martha and Mary, one of the commentaries I read said Martha was a talker and Mary was a doer. And so what we see here is Mary anointing Jesus. Um, she she breaks this this alabaster alabaster flask. So in breaking it, it means she probably used all of it, um, which is why they say this was very expensive. Um, and she anointed his head again. In in a commentary, it said, you know, typically when a king would enter, um, he would be anointed, and so she did what she was called to do. She recognizes and acknowledges who Jesus is. He is her king. He is her savior. And so she is actually acting appropriately, even though no one else sees it that way. What what the others see is her being wasteful <laughs> in resources and, and saying, you should have sold that and given money to the poor. And not saying that that's not a good thing. We We are called to help out those in need. But what Jesus says here is the poor are still going to be here and you yourself can go do that. She is giving honor and she is giving glory and she is giving reverence to the king. And I think that I'm I'm not going to speak for you. I, I know at least for me, I fall short there. I don't know that I always give the reverence and and the honor and the glory that I should to our savior, to our king. But what we see here is Mary's example of how to do that. She gives what she has. She breaks the flask and she gives it all. And she acknowledges him. She recognizes him. And and in fact, um, in in a in a different version, I I saw where it was said that um that actually not in a different version, I'm sorry. It says it in these verses. Um, in verse eight, she's, um, Jesus says, she has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for burial. So, so what I also see in this is maybe her acknowledging that she understands what Jesus is about to walk through. He has said it before. Um, he has said to the disciples what was going to happen. They just didn't have an understanding of that. And so Jesus is again saying my body is being prepared for what it's about to enter into. Um, so that's kind of just something that I really took away from this section is she is giving the true honor and the true reverence for who Jesus was. And I need to do a better job about that in in my own life. And then this last, just the last two verses is where we kind of see a turn, a little bit of a shift. We see Ju- Judas, which was one of the disciples, he went to the priests and he agreed to betray Jesus and they're going to pay him for that, which this is, this is the signal. Um, when, when Judas betrays him, this is where, this is where the story ramps up. This is where we see, this is what sets into motion everything that has to do with, with the crucifixion, but ultimately everything that has to do with Jesus's sacrifice for our lives. I even think about when, 
when Judas was appointed a disciple, when Jesus was calling the disciples and appointed Judas, Jesus knew the role that Judas was going to play. It Again, none of this was a surprise to Jesus. It's not like he didn't know what was going to happen. Um, and he still appointed Judas. And and I I just wonder if if from the beginning, if if Judas's heart was kind of bent bent in a way where he didn't fully believe, or if this was a moment of of greed, you know, he was gonna get paid. Um, we even see like I referenced John's gospel earlier in confirming that this was Mary that did the anointing in in John's gospel. It also says when when in Mark, it says there were some who said to themselves indignantly, why was this ointment wasted? In John, it actually says it was Judas who said that. That's John chapter 12, if you want to dig into that and read that scripture a little bit for yourself as well. But I do, I just, it's one of those things that I wonder about. I wonder if it was Judas's heart from the beginning was one of distrust and one of a way of looking out, and Jesus knew that, and that's why he called him, because Judas was going to play a key role in Jesus being the sacrifice. Or again, if this was a split moment decision, I don't have an answer for that. That's one of those things that I'm, I might not have an answer for this side of heaven, but um, I'm also okay with that. I have to be okay with with not knowing everything. So again, as we are walking through these verses, as we are we're getting towards the end of Mark. There's 16 chapters in Mark and and we are getting closer and closer and closer to crucifixion, to resurrection. Um, it's it's going to get heavier. Before we see the light, it's going to get darker. And so while this doesn't have a super high end <laughs> or or any any way to really tie this up neatly because what we end with today is is Judas confirming that he's going to betray Christ. This is what had to happen. This is still the Lord's plan and we can still trust in him. This was his plan all along. This wasn't a plan B. This wasn't a oh what I wanted didn't work out. So so let's try this instead. This was the plan. Jesus being the sacrifice was always the plan. And so we are now seeing it being walked out. I hope you'll join me back tomorrow as we continue on in Mark chapter 14. I hope that that this today, if anything, reminded you um, to give reverence, to give respect, to give honor to the true king, to recognize him for who he is in your life. And don't be ashamed to give him what you have. That's what we see of Mary today. Mary gave what she had. She she acknowledged who he was even when others in the room weren't. She acknowledged that he was King Jesus. And so would you do that today also? We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.